This is Drew, and you're listening to The Morning Show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, August 11th. On today's show... The problems with renting, if, if the building changes hands, you could lose your housing if they don't, you know, the next owner doesn't want to have uh, a renter. Uh, and that can't happen here. That's Bill Burroughs, a longtime resident of the Marshwinds Housing Co-op and current president of its board of directors. On today's show, we dig into our archives to bring you a glimpse of how the Marshwinds works and how it has provided secure and affordable housing for over 30 years. That's coming up shortly, but first, an update from Tantramar Council this week. The Canada Community Building Fund will probably always be called the Gas Tax Fund, its original name when it was created by the federal government in 2005. The fund is a permanent source of funding for municipal infrastructure coming from the federal government and administered through the provinces. In New Brunswick, municipalities have been working under five-year plans for spending their gas tax funds, with 2023 being the final year in the latest five-year period. This week, Tanchamar Council approved spending roughly a million dollars in gas tax funds on projects previously approved by Sackville and Dorchester Councils, but which were not completed so far. By far the lion's share of the federal funds, about $815,000, will go towards streets, resurfacing and reconstruction. For the past several years, Sackville has almost exclusively spent gas tax funds on street work, even when extra funds were allocated. Dorchester's plan includes road work, but also some small allotments for recreation infrastructure. The plan is to add concrete padding to Dorchester's outdoor rink, thereby extending the usable ice time each season, and to replace the playground equipment and add some pathways in the village's Richard Park. Council also approved a new project this year. The province has allocated an extra uh, $74,000 to Tanchamar to recognize the population from the former local service districts, which are now part of the town. That money will go towards a new outbuilding for the Dorchester rink to house the Zamboni and generally make the facility more functional. In all, the projects total over a million dollars in federal funding, with additional funds coming from the municipal budget. Now on today, today's feature story. As some buildings change hands in Sackville, rents continue to climb and there's fewer and fewer affordable choices for housing. Today we're revisiting a story that first aired in March of last year, looking at one of Sackville's unique and secure affordable housing options, the Marshwinds Housing Co-op. Sackville has had a housing co-op for a bit over three decades. The Marshwinds Housing Co-op has been in operation since 1990, nestled between Main Street and the Waterfowl Park. This past year, Mount Allison student Kate Desroches took on the assignment of researching the story of Marshwinds. We took a walk around the co-op, and Kate shared some of what she learned in her research. So yeah, you, did, how many people live in the Marshwinds Co-op? Um, it's 20 units, um, so I'm not sure exactly how many people, like some our families, some people live alone, um, but yeah, 20 units. And it's, I mean, it's not an apartment building at all, a number of different houses, but there, there's um, w- more than one unit per house, I guess, or per building. Yeah, most of them are um, two units or four units together. Like that big one there, I think would be four and like that one, but then, you know, those ones would be two. It's quite like, it kind of has a feeling of a little village. Yeah, it definitely does. And I think like, 
that's part of what makes it feel like such a tight-knit community is the like the architectural design of it um and one thing that um that bill pointed out was the um you know how like this this path that we're on right here the kind of central path it's not like there's not a parking lot right in the middle and most people don't even have driveways like this you know that one does but most of them they park their cars over in the parking lot um so like this central kind of it almost feels like a quad area where like you know there's not like a road in between you and your neighbors it's just like this little um communal kind of space and yeah i think that helps to like foster that sense of community because you're not like broken up by a road yeah. or a parking lot and the beauty of this is that it's it's you know it was built affordable and it will remain affordable yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah they have a certain number of um like a set number of subsidized units versus unsubsidized so the the income mix um will always remain the same yeah we talked about this being kind of a new like a, more of an unusual housing model that mm -hmm. we don't see a lot of i mean what what's your opinion after having you know studied this housing project here or this co-op housing project would you like to see more of this kind of thing i definitely would yeah um i think a lot of people uh are so set in the ways of like ownership and like you either own your own house or like your landlord owns your house and charges you to live there. Um, but the idea of collective ownership, I think, is like outside of a lot of people's, um, you know, experience um, and like what they would imagine in terms of housing. Um, but I think it's a really I think it's a really great um, style of living like it kind of. Yeah, I think that I, that sense of community that it creates is, is really special. Um, yeah, so I would definitely like to see more uh, developments like this. That was Mount Allison student researcher Kate DeRoche speaking about the Marshwinds Housing Co-op. You heard Kate refer to Bill. That's Bill Burroughs, a longtime resident of the Marshwinds and current president of the board of directors. Part of being in a co-op is you have to be involved in some kind of committee. Everyone has tasks to do. And six of the members are on the board of directors and there are two other committees. There is finance and maintenance, and there is the membership committee. Burroughs says the co-op also has a paid manager that makes sure bills get paid and things run smoothly, according to the co-op's bylaws. Marshwin's members don't pay rent. They pay a housing charge, and it's a cost they vote on annually based on projections for repairs and other costs. The housing charge for two to three bedroom units at Marshwinds is affordable, clocking in at $625 to $675 per month. And for people on low incomes, there are confidential, subsidized spots available through NB Housing. The co-op is a non-profit, meaning members don't own their units individually, so they can't sell it to, say, profit from the current hot real estate market. Even if members voted to sell as a group, the Marshwinds bylaws require that proceeds from that sale go to a charity. But while they can't sell, members also aren't subject to the pressures of the housing market, where prices tend to increase as properties change hands. They also have considerably more security than typical renters. And that's one of the advantages of a co-op, the problems with renting. If, if the building changes hands, um, you could lose your housing if they don't. You know, the next owner doesn't want to have uh, a renter. 
uh, and that can't happen here. Uh, once we're admitted, once, once you're in the co-op, the only way to really uh, be dismissed from the co-op would be to not follow the rules consistently. And But no, the place is yours for as long as you want to have it, as long as you follow the rules and you're active, some degree of activity. The affordability and security of membership means that there is a long waiting list for Marshwinds, and it goes back years. Well, we cut it off at 50, and we did that three years ago. Um, So, yeah, there's a waiting list of 50, and we have not taken any new applications since, well, three years now. And no one has left the (laughs) co-op When I applied 20 years ago, I waited three months. The last few people who have been admitted here probably waited 10 years. This summer, the Marshwinds has hit a milestone. The co-op made the last payment on its mortgage in July, so the membership will have decisions to make about the future of the 32-year-old project. The co-op recently replaced a couple of roofs with some grant funding and is now due to replace more. Whatever path gets taken will be a membership decision. And we're currently um, engaging a company to do a building assessment of what needs to be done after all these years. And they will uh, let us know, here are the things that need to be done. Here's what it will cost. And I think we will decide in the summer whether to remortgage and get things done or borrow money to get a big project done or whether we'll just... Um, pay more each month to get things done slowly. That's Bill Burroughs, member and president of the Marshwinds Housing Co-op in Sackville. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Friday, August 11th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. My name is Claire, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. And now the weather. Today, mainly cloudy. Wind west 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, becoming light this afternoon. High of 23, humidex 29, UV index 6 or high. Tonight, partly cloudy. Fog patch is developing overnight, low 14. Tomorrow, Friday, mainly cloudy. Showers beginning in the morning, risk of a thunderstorm late in the morning and in the afternoon. Fog patch is dissipating in the morning, amount 10 to 20 millimeters, high of 19, UV index 3 or moderate. Tomorrow night, showers, low 15. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, high of 23. Saturday night, cloudy periods, low 15. The 
Tantramar Heritage Trust is excited to host the annual Heritage Field Day on Sunday, August 13th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Visit the Campbell Carriage Factory Museum on 19 Church Street in Sackville to see some displays from local museums, black smithing demonstrations, grab a bite from the barbecue, and more. Everything is by donation. For more details on this event, visit facebook.com slash tantramarheritage. The Port Elgin Farmer's Market is open every Friday and Saturday at 11 East Main Street in Port Elgin. This community market features local farm fresh produce, arts and crafts, bath and body products, dog treats, international food, and so much more. On Fridays, stop by the market between 1 to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. For a list of vendors, visit the market's Facebook page at Port Elgin Farmers Market, New Brunswick, or email info at portelginfarmersmarket.com. Hi, my name is Kaylin, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello, my name is Emma, and you're listening to The Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Just like 
It's been so long since we last talked Kinda feels like it's a past life yeah. hey. After all them that I've been through Still remember what you feel like just means that I ain't over you Maybe you that's someone I ain't supposed to lose Maybe I was drinking, maybe I was overthinking But I'm off that maybe Were you in love? Yeah, still yeah. lovers Do you miss her a lot? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely miss her
year-round Saturday morning farmers market is located at its summer home in the Bill Johnston Memorial Park at 64 Main Street in Sackville. Stop by every Saturday from 9am to 12pm for your one-stop weekly shop. Enjoy locally grown and raised meat and produce, try some delicious international prepared foods, and check out some handmade jewelry, soaps, and artisanal products. You'll find something for everyone. For a detailed listing of the vendors, or if you'd like to become a vendor, visit facebook.com slash Sackville Farmers Market. Experience the sounds from around the world, all from the comfort of your radio. On Sundays at 4 p.m., the Putumaya World Music Hour takes listeners on a weekly journey through the music of different cultures. You can also check out all their shows at putumayo.com slash radio show.
Amaprement vont s'apaiser entre elles C'est l'amour et c'est la mort 